All right, it's looking like we have a start. This is start. So I start. I keep saying I want to do a podcast. I make a post the other day on Facebook and I say, I want to make a podcast. I keep saying I'm going to do it and I ain't doing it. And a lot of people jump on and give me a strength, which I appreciate. And uh, some of the most important words I hear is, hey, just start. Don't try to figure out nothing. Don't try to perfect nothing. Just start. So I start. And this is what it is. And uh, excited about it. I'm looking forward to the next coming weeks. So I'm going to commit to some things. I'm definitely going to do at least one full recorded session a week. And if anybody listens to podcasts, you would know what I'm trying to get to is a long-form conversation. All right. Well, that means I really like to talk a lot and I want to talk for long. I'm just letting you know one time. So take it in when you could. You know what I mean? There's something to drive and listen to or do on your downtime or do while you're running, you're exercising or it might be because you ain't going to be able to sit down and watch this on YouTube. It's going to be long. Uh, my goal is to get to two hours a week. Uh, I'll get there. And um, just to talk a little bit about why I'm doing this, uh, I started off in radio and did some internships a couple of years ago. And I enjoy I enjoy being on here. I really like being able to comment on current affairs and so on. And I, I like to talk plenty, as I say. But I really like to talk when nobody can answer, man, or they can't say nothing. Every time I see someone on Facebook, I kind of come back and read comments and then it's a discussion. I really don't want to discuss nothing. I just want to talk. I just want to see what I want to say and get my opinion out there. And I will take the feedback week by week and I will improve as I go along. But for now, you will just have to listen to me talking. And one of the things I want to get done here or, or, or with this space or with this platform that I want to create is what I enjoyed about radio the most is that I could... I could deal with things as they come to me. Everything, the world is a new place every day. Like we're looking at this COVID time now, it's crazy. We don't know what to expect. Nobody knows what the future holds. And I enjoy being able to, to, to come and give my opinion about it, my two cents. I'm not the most informed person on nothing. So don't look for me for your information and your facts and so on. What you're going to get is my opinion. You ain't going to get no kind of facts here. Not from me. I do want to do some interviews and start booking some interviews and as i have them i'm gonna release them so i hope uh, i hope in the stuff that you could look forward to and enjoy i did interviews back in the day some people might remember a website called trinisounds.com i used to do that back in the day with man like osman and hinkson back in the day that was my, that was my crew and ryan ramchandani and we did a lot of interviews back then and i, I like doing interviews uh, mostly because i learned a lot from asking questions I mean, in my little life and the little bits of things I know, I, I really know from asking questions for, or people trying to figure stuff out. I, I, read a, I read a good bit. And when I say read now, I read some books. I do some audiobooks sometimes. I like... These days, I, I'll do the audiobook first. And if the audiobook good, then I'll do the physical book and go and highlight what I need to highlight. And then my own experiences. So I'll bring all those things to the table. I'll interview people who I find interesting and who you might find interesting too. And get their point of view. So while I'm not an expert in anything and I don't know much, I will try to create a space for the people who know. I'd much rather get them in person. I, I want to working on uh, the space that I'm doing this in so that there's a full space where people could come and do long-form interviews. Uh, let me use Joe Rogan as my... As my um, for people who know Joe Rogan podcast and what it is, that is where I want to get to because I feel like in today's world... What we end up having is 
quick opinions that people might post on Facebook or put on Twitter or a news camera might be in front of them and they say some quick sound bites and then it, it becomes somebody whole life get defined by this one thing that they say. And I don't know that the one thing that you say on Facebook is really your personality or who you are. So if I could get or create a space where people could come and share a little bit more about themselves and we see who they are. Like Trinidad is a country where we have a lot of prominent people that we don't really know. And, and the Caribbean is just like that too. So the more I could create a space and make people comfortable enough to come here and get to know them, share their, share their ideas. Let me, let, me, let me see a little bit about your personal life. I would love to do that and I'll, I'll get done. I'll, I'll, I'll book some good interviews. And when I did interviews with Trini Sounds back in the day, I was really very interested. Trini Sounds was about the local sound clash culture because my... My question was always back then, you had Stone Love and you had Addies and you had big sound systems and stuff that all of us follow and had loved. But my my thing was always, so I'm the Matsy Miller and I'm the Zygon and Excalibur and Radioactive and Jugglers and all, all local sounds down here. So while I was real into what would be Jamaican sound clash culture, my angle was always Trinidadian. That's that not going to change. Uh, as much as I could get influencers, uh, the people who provoke thought, artists, politicians. Back then it was sound systems and that's what I'd love and I was young and stuff and I, I, I could have run that down. I, I, I'm not doing that again. I mean, I would love to get Matsy Miller owned by somebody I never interviewed. So people like them, I would love to get on the platform. But I want to broaden it to people. As I get older, I'm more interested in more things, I suppose. So I'm not closing it down to any one group of interest. I'll, I'll go and open it up and I'll, I'll do invitations as people as people can accept them and they'll come by. If I have to do calls, I'll do it. I don't want to do calls. I want to sit with people in person. But if I have to do calls and the interview important enough for something that happened in the country, I'll do it. So I was looking at um as we're talking about the country and, and where we are. This 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 whole uh, this whole spark to get this thing done is because while I might have a lot of opinions, I, I do feel very comfortable expressing more opinions on Facebook. For the same reason. It's too much of a snippet. Uh, anybody who know me know that I'm not serious most of the time. I don't intend to be too serious for too long at any point in time. So I tend to, in the worst of circumstances, see the funny side of it. And when I go on Facebook, I probably post it. The funny side of it, but the more controversial the issue, like Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter, is the more irrelevant your jokes get. It's not that funny. People, people was not joking over the last week or two when it was a Black Lives Matter and a Diane's cake, and we're not going Diane's no more. And I like Starlight. I'm being honest with you, I'm passing outside Starlight every day, and I'm just watching the inside. I still, I, 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 the man said we teeth and sneakers. I don't want to go back there, and I don't want to buy no more food. But I pass outside, and I watching. I'm being real. And I don't know if the watching in got turns to going in. I try my best to hold it down, but it's it, uh, uh, on rocky ground. So I'm going to need a little strength. I want need a little support. But I understand, I understand the movement. I understand why a black Trinidadian will feel, I mean, sneakers? What, 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 what era he from? What, what? <laughs> I, I was surprised to see he's a young fellow. He's still talking about sneakers. 
Sneakers? I don't know. I don't understand. Who teeth this man sneakers and what year? He talking about the eighties or? When we come, we come in for your things. Yeah, we all of us. And I, 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 I want to see him. I listen. I, I would love to see this man in a sneakers somewhere. It would be the funniest thing to me. Cause listen, all you go, go and get bad, and if I see him in a sneakers, I go in and tell him take off them sneakers, and it, it, it might end well for me. But as much as I like to joke and play, when people are too tense about something, I don't think Facebook is a platform for me to joke. And let me tell you why I like to joke so much. It's, it's the first thing I ever wanted to do in life, the first thing I remember saying I want to grow up to be is a comedian. Uh, based on my grades and things, I think I kind of, uh, I'm almost there, based on my grades and, and life, I'm almost a comedian already. But I like I like stand-up comedy. I feel stand-up comedy sheds light on situations that sometimes we ourselves take too serious to really assess. And, um, I feel like Black Lives Matter is one of them because I, I, I saw Diane's and then I say, I say, boy, you know what I mean? Diane, Diane say, listen, me and make the cake, you know, she got she a little white cake. She say, I ain't make the cake. Is, is it black girl make the cake? Listen, the those songs, the optics wasn't good. And then it sung worse when she say, boy, is it black girl make it? But my experience going to Diane's tea shop was a good one. So it have me in a, in a place because you see me, I just deal with people based on how they deal with me. And when you treat me good, I, 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 I easy to fool you know. Because once you treat me nice, I like you. I'm being honest. And uh, one morning after a juve party, we, you know how we looking after a juve party? It's kind of a Sunday morning, I want to believe, or some, some juve party we went by. And here now, powder, powder, mud, oil, and powder. And if you know why it's powder, you know why it's powder. A powder. And I drifting. I was going to buy Diane's. I go and pretend I wasn't driving, right? And I go in Diane's car park. And if you know Diane's, they, they, when you park, they have a little car park up the street and you could come in through a back entrance. And boy, I feel in a way because people dress up nice and people think. And I'm iffy. And I don't know if she look out and she see me iffy trying to come by the back door. And she was like, no, come. Don't worry about it. Come. And she put me on a table. She didn't put me in the black section. You know? she, she put me in the, in, the, in, the, in the white folk section, everybody. And I'm feeling kind of bad. I have all my shades, but I, I, powder, I have powder on the inside and a powder on the outside. But it was cool. And I really appreciated that because that was the only breakfast spot open. If you know me, I, I love Maria's. I go by Adam's all the time. I buy rituals. I like breakfast. A lot. Food, generally. But I find it was a nice gesture. Now, I'm not saying that to say that if she come out and show me that she's a racist person, that I'm going back there and support. Starlight is the next one where I go by Starlight every day, multiple times a day. I like Starlight food. There's some good stuff. And when you come out and you say, I mean, the words he say, he say, everybody have a right to be racist and that should be respected. And brother, the thing is, if you want to be racist, I respect that. I cool with that. You, you could be as racist as you want to be. But don't act like if when I find out you're racist against me or against somebody who I love and somebody who, who means something to me, don't think that that's not going to have a reaction. You could you could like or dislike anybody based on anything that you want to do. It's a free will. You could do anything you feel. But I could also do anything I feel with my money. So for now, I go watch inside. Diane's, she come out and apologize. The apology was kind. And this, this is a cycle that we see. And we've seen it all over. It's not just her. I see my friends who do CrossFit and so on. 
they end up in the same thing. You say something, you tweet something, and then you have to come back and apologize. Uh, the question I have in my mind, and it probably was still unanswered, is when is our apology enough? If people come out and say something that is, you might deem to be insensitive, you might deem to be out of touch, you might deem to be, you know what I mean? They, they, they're not on the same page with society, they don't know how to read the room. And I don't know that I I not sure and all you gotta help me understand if everybody who says something because they out of touch or they didn't read the room right is that is, is every person who do that a racist person? I don't know. The jury out for me on that. Uh so observing it, I, I really eager to see and as a person who just like the way societies work too. I guess that's one of the reasons. I curious, I curious, I passing by I insult most of the time. I was there today. When I was curious, so I passing by South Park to see what's the demographic if people really staying away and so on. Because I feel like if if people choose to stay away, I can't give them wrong. And I see up on Facebook, uh, some people start a page called, I want to say it's Black Dollars Matter. I, I, I'll get that right, right? I'll tell you, I know facts, huh? uh, I, nothing. But I think it's Black Dollars Matter. I'll get that right and correct it if it's not that because they deserve the credit, but... What they've done is, is is people come together to say, all right, let's support one another. Let's let let's come together and support what we're doing and buy from each other. And and, and I think that that it could only be a useful thing. And I, I'm not I don't, I'm not sure on the flip side of it why people are so threatened by some of these things. Being getting more from myself or working with my group more, buying from my group more. I don't think it necessarily mean that I'm against your group. I, I I don't see it that way at all. And I you see me, I'm not against no group of people. I deal with people on a one-on-one basis. If me and you good and you treat me nice and you live good, I could live good with you too. So I'm not into this thing where I'm saying I'm not buying from no Trinidad white people or no Syrian or no Indian or no black people. That is not for me. I like everybody and I love more. I, that is not for me at all. But on a case-by-case basis, I think... The owner's starlight really went out far. The owner dies. I could see why people reacted that way. But I want to tell you this about this about this podcast and this space that I'm trying to create. If I have the opportunity and issues like those come up, I have no problem calling Miss Hunt, Mr. Abood. I have no problem calling them and getting an interview with them. But what I do want it's a five minute conversation that's going to make things worse and make people more fractured and more more problems between people uh, that is not what i here for I, when i when i hear i want to celebrate people and celebrate situations and so on if you if you come here or you, you come into this space and you show yourself for what you are then i want to say we have more information now we know what to do and we know how to move and i want to give as much support or and and understand that when i say i want to bring them here is to clarify is to understand i feel the best way to understand is to ask questions and I want to do the same for people like Omari Ashby, who has come out and make some very, very useful and very, very strong statements. I appreciated reading that a lot and watching his lives. And he basically come out and say, listen, we're not, what we want to talk about here is progress. We don't want to talk about who we against and who we boycotting and things. We want to talk about who we support. And I like, I find that a more positive conversation to me. And we talk about who we supporting and how we're going to uplift each other. And when I say uplift each other, how are we going to uplift the people we call now our brothers? 
it it wouldn't matter to me uh, i understand why the the the, the concept or the, or the what what driving the idea of black lives matter is because black people feeling like they don't matter globally it's not a nice thing and coming together and supporting one another because if black lives had to matter i find we black people should show each other that our lives matter and i will support any cause where that is concerned but when he says support i like the idea of that a lot and i made a decision some years ago especially for carnival i always spend a set of money trying to buy clothes for carnival for some reason and i make a decision a couple of years ago i say you know what when i'm going on fet i want to buy the clothes locally I want to find a local designer or a local producer or somebody who I could buy things from locally. That's something that I try my best to get done and I, 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 I get better at it as time goes on. Another thing that I, I started to do too is some years ago, I say, you know what? I, I always buy the, buy, the, buy the big fried chicken guys and the big pizza guys and the big cafe. I say, you know what? Let me find some little local places that's smaller. And start to support them. So I fell on the main road. He sells food. I try to go there and buy. And it's not it's not like blind support where I ain't care where you're selling. I ain't care if it's good. I'm just buying it because you're somebody or a small business or, or somebody who's looking like me. But it's more giving these people a try. Because sometimes the, the, the amount of different food places I pass on my way to go a KFC. Why not give this smaller business person a try as a business person myself? Why not? Why? Why? why I ask myself, why not doing that more? So I start doing it, and I enjoy doing it too because I like, especially with the clothes and stuff. It has something. It has something deeper about knowing the creator you're buying from. If 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 I could put it like that. So when you buy a, 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 a t-shirt or you buy a pants or you buy a suit from somebody like Eclipse, it's nice when you could say you know that person and especially when you see that person have a little Trini accent too. I'm sorry I never do that myself over the years. But that's where that's where this space is important to me because I want to I want to create that 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 platform where we could clarify our ideas. Not enough five minutes neither to get to understand what people are, what they stand for. So so once I understand where you stand for, I know how to move. I want to do the same thing with artists. I, I enjoy. There's some artists that I interview back in the day that I really enjoy. I find getting to know artists is a, a great thing. And I've been doing that for a long time. Like just watching interviews where artists go on and you get to see a different side of the artist some of some of them are you're getting to the music because of the interviews and that's something i definitely want to do and uh the more the more as i say we will do it once a week we will create this space for some people and i want to i want to do something a little beyond that too in the vein of what, what, what mario was talking about i can't run down the song clash and run down fat and run, i could run down fat I can't run down with song clash and run down artists and run down the, 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 like the little Zessa movement, but I'm not going no Zess. I can't stand up for too long again. As I stand up for 20 minutes, my foot hurting, I want to go. So what I want to do and what I'm going to do is create this as a space for somebody who, because when I was doing trinisounds.com and doing that kind of work, I was 20, 21 years old, 20, young, young, young. I want to create a use this space for somebody who in that frame of mind and who could still do that 
to do that because I'm not going to know I, I thought, you know, I, I'm not going to know the youngest of the artists coming out. I'm not going to know the youngest music. I'm not going to know young people issues. I'm too old to be a millennial. I don't understand some of the things. I think I'm a little out of that bracket. So I want to find and either give the platform to some youths who could do that, whether it's entertainment or whatever you really want to do it and I cool with that. And maybe I would jump on with them every now and again, but there's more for them to do their thing. So, uh, God bless his soul, K Lion, who music reached me. I mean, it will take long to reach me, but it reached me because I ain't, I ain't looking for it. I'm not in that space. Uh, back in the day, I would have definitely been up on that, but I can't, I can't do it again. I'm not going to reach me. But when you hear somebody like that pass away at that age, that is a sad thing. It's a sad thing. And it will be nice if you have a youth who interested in broadcasting. And there are plenty of them. When I went broadcasting class, my boy, Nigel Nicholson and Star Radio. When I do broadcasting class there, I'm a, I'm a old man. There's only youths. And imagine they have me hyping up song. I feel like one old man tried to hype up song I never hear before on the radio station. That's not for me. But if I could identify a few youths who we could put together the talent and let them come and use this space and and, 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 and and build their own platform. I will help them and help them build it up into something where let them come and do the interviews with youths and expose that, that what they're interested in. That's something that it's important to me at this stage. I want to see that come out and I want to see it. It, it, feel, it will feel to me like some of the work we was doing as Trini Sounds and things will, will live on through them. We can't do that again. Hank Snowl, Osman Ol. I am older. I can't, I can't make that again at all. I, as I say, I just want to come here and be myself and talk a little lal and get some kicks because I, the comedy thing, like I watch during this week. Uh, if anybody didn't see it yet, go and watch it. It's on YouTube. Dave Chappelle, 846. And when I look at that, I think what he did there is an important thing. And I don't want to, I'm not going to talk through all the, um, Everything they say, I had to take it in face. I don't want to steal it and know what he did. But I felt like what he did there was more important for him to do that than to go on the streets and march and, and, and join what's going on in the States. You see, a comedian have a different perspective. A comedian is a storyteller. A comedian is a obs- somebody who could make observations. And for him to come out and take his time to put together, it's not even a a special or anything. I must be here people laughing that thing about three or four times. But what he says so powerful, especially in the context of what he's done before with his specials, if you're a Dave Chappelle fan. So go and take go and take that in. I think it was a real good one. Another one that I think everybody should watch too is Michael Che. Different type of thing, right? Michael Che is on Netflix. He did a, that's a comedy special. That's an hour. So that's, that's a lot of laughs. But I think when he got to the Black Lives Matter thing, the way he handled it was was super. To me, it was a super way of putting together a special. I love to see how specials come together. I think he he did a real good job touching on Black Lives Matter. And when you, when you listen to what you say, and I'm talking about people who, whether you feel Black Lives Matter or you want to counter that and say all lives matter, just take a minute. Don't watch Candace, Candace Owen alone. Go and watch Dave Chappelle 846. Go and watch Michael Che special on Netflix and... Who knows? You might you might change the way you're seeing things a little bit. It 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 might it might just cause you to adjust your own stance or your own position. 
And uh, more than anything else, what comedians do for me is they take the tension out of situations. The thing gets tense. I see it get tense right here in Trinidad. I don't think we have that same issue with no white police killing no black people here. The police look just like me and you. Yeah, white police here, none. All the police is non-white. And while I really support uh, the people who would have put together a protest like that in Trinidad, I find that the, 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 the little clips I see of the police being antagonized and the police antagonizing, uh, I, 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 I can't support that. I don't like it. I, I don't think we should try to put our police officers under any more pressure than we need to. And I think that particular group that I see there is the most peaceful-looking group I ever see. Nobody they care do nobody nothing in that Black Lives Matter protest. <laughs> I see by the embassy. Nobody doing nobody nothing in that group. Everybody there, the people cool. So I don't know why, how it comes to a man had to take off the policeman hat and he pelt. What are you doing that policeman? I still a policeman. What are you doing that for? And then I see, well, I understand that they say Ian Smart, old Fatima boy too. I remember him from Fatima. And they say he might be, bi- well, he is bipolar from what I hear. And I mean, if that is the case, then you could understand the actions. But again, I would think that if I, if I bipolar, and everybody around me not bipolar. In other words, the other people who protested not bipolar. I feel like somebody should say, Why don't do that? We we yes, we're protesting something in particular here, but two things could be true. We have the right to protest here, but we also should not be disrespecting the police. For what? Now the police come and he put the camera and stuff, and I could understand people feel I wasn't there. But I could understand why people might have feel away. But then I see Fuad Abubakar, who's a political leader of a party, going up for office to run this country, pushing away the camera of a policeman. What are you doing that for? The policeman filming you, he ain't putting hands on you. I don't know that that's illegal. And the only reason I could talk about this is because you were filming the police too. So my thing is, why antagonize it and make such a show of solidarity? into a necessary sideshow. For what? And according to my boy, Kevin Farrick, salute Kevin Farrick too, give him a, a, a huge strength to start. You would mean a lot to start this thing. He was there and he was saying to us in our group, boy, that, if that was five minutes or ten minutes out of our whole protest, it's plenty. And he was saying, you know, it's sad that the media was putting that as the forefront and that shedding light on that rather than shedding light on... Oh, oh, what what the movement might be able to achieve, and I agree with that. I mean, I I I don't like the idea of a couple minutes taken away from the whole thing. But hey, as I say, I I, I here for it, you know. And my commitment now is that I will reach out to the people who was involved in that situation and see if they want to talk. If they want to talk, we could we could we could talk to them because I'm sure I could I could only give my perspective, you know. Sometimes when you listen to somebody else's perspective, everything makes sense. But that didn't make much sense to me at all. I see some other things happening too where people agitate. And I feel people home too long. Eh? I definitely home too long. I'm fed up at the house now with this COVID thing. I see some people come back into the country now. They say we have six new cases, but all the cases was isolated. And I see, boy, it's sad to see when you see our own local citizens, men who born and grow here, our neighbors, our family. Had to 
stay at sea for so long. Then they come when they, when you reach, you feel your home, you're in a bus, you head into a quarantine thing. I understand everything that had to be done, but I, I also want to just put it, put it out there. That is not easy. When them people go in through on them cruise ships, and uh, they had some fellas out on a rig or, or off, off the shore of Mexico, if I believe. Them things not easy. I, I want you all, like, put yourself in people's shoes. If you was abroad, if you're abroad by family and thing is one thing. You know, imagine you're on a cruise ship where you're working, you're on your job. And then the borders close and you can't come home. That's not a nice thing. I'm not saying I, I I'm not saying what the government do is wrong. I'm not saying what they do is right. I'm just saying we as people are to I don't know when we become like like a people that lack in empathy. So much is 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 sad. And maybe I just read too much of Facebook comments, you know. Maybe I just read too much of them Facebook comments. Because when you read Facebook comments. It's like, keep them out there. Don't let them come out. Hey, 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 this is real people all you're talking about. If you was abroad doing your job and you get stick out there because of some pandemic that nobody knows what is the right way to approach this or what is the wrong way. Or what is it, and all of a sudden you're stuck. You pay tax in this country all your life. You have a mortgage for a house you're paying. You have care access and you care sleeping. Or you have children who ain't seeing you. You understand? They, 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 you outside and them inside. And them can't leave and you can't come. That is not a nice thing. So all I'm saying is I don't, I don't know why is the right situation. As I say, me ain't no much. But I know that we could maybe do better to empathize with these people. And I, I, I believe personally that you shouldn't bar me from coming home. Uh, I understand the situation with the pandemic. And if closing the borders is the best thing to do for everybody's safety... As a citizen of this country who are abroad and them borders closed, you got to you, you give me a, a real good explanation. I, I have to understand. Because if you tell me, when I come home, I have to quarantine and you will quarantine me and all these things. Or I must bear the expense of my own quarantine. Or when I come home, you have to inspect my house and my facilities and you'll put a policeman by me and I can't leave home. That is one thing. Or that is a couple things. But to just say outright that I can't come home under any circumstances is tricky because we know every rule have its exceptions. So when I can't come home, but Derek Chin could come home, you could see how that would be a problem. And even for those of us who home, we home, we home a little long because I'm I, I, I going through this thing and I'm trying to stay updated on what happened with COVID because I really need my son to go back to school, if we're being honest. And not, not to back to school, but somewhere. He 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 needs to go somewhere, not here. He, enough, enough is enough. I want to close the borders of my house right now. I want my borders to be closed, my own personal borders. I want to close them and send him somewhere on a cruise ship, so he can come home. He need a little time away. I can I good, I good, I good. Love him and everything, but I good. Enough is enough. But when I look at the papers last week and I see the, I think it's Junior Girl. Talking about building a drive-through cinema in 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 Skinner Park. Well, they're taking some. Well, it may not be full story, but it sounds to me like if they're taking some space from Skinner Park and creating it into a drive-through cinema. Boy, listen, this country it always has something else. I don't I don't understand it. I I working in Souther, so and our offices are blocked from Skinner Park. 
So Skinner Park is a place on an evening. People go on to run, people exercising, it's our part, people playing the tennis, you know what I mean? Skinner Park is a little busy spot on an evening, every evening of the week and on weekends. Skinner Park, Skinner Park happening. But them men say they want to build a drive-through cinema. You know how long mean here about a drive-through cinema number one. I'm not driving through no cinema, papi. I'm a TV. And I uh, suppose cinema could be a rough place for me to go with this COVID thing. But I, cinema for me is the best sleep I could get in my life. From the time them credits done, I go and sleep. You have to wake me up when that movie done. So if I had to sleep in my car, let me sleep in my car. Who? Me and going to cinema to sleep in my car. That is not for me. And I don't know how much people just go drive through and thing. I don't know. I, I didn't realize that that was still a thing. But the man say, the billionaire's thing in Skinner. And then the people come, people angry. See, boy, we sweat and they take we run. And so the, the, the place too, the place too tense. The place too tense. Everybody, everybody, everybody tension on all. And we, we, somehow we had to find a way to calm this down. I think maybe the beaches let people go and cool off. I don't know what needs to be done. But I see people home so long. People was real upset. Audrey Gallo, arguing with him on, on the little news clip I see. I saw there with, you can't put no, 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 no drive-through cinema here because this is where we come and sweat and all them things. Let me tell you a story about sweating skin up. I used to sweat every, twice a week. I like my little footballer trying. Too old for it, but I, I, I like my little sweat. And I used to take a sweat up in King George. It starts off in QRC with some men from BG. And we sweat there every Tuesday, Monday and Wednesday. It's hard sweat. Sweat going nice. Men recording. Who are the mo- who, who team win every week? Colors versus blue, I think we used to play. And who scored the most goals? Everything getting recorded in that sweat. The league. You could play a fantasy football league off of we sweat. And I used to go there all the time. But then I leave St. James now and I go on and live in South. When I go on and live in South now, I, 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 I thirsty, I want to sweat, but driving up the highway to sweat, to drive back home in San Fernando, rough, rough, rough. I, I couldn't take it no more. So I say, you know what? Just like I would have do back in the day, I, I see some men sweating on QRC and I see a fella face and no and I say, boy, let me fall in. You know, people funny with their sweat and things, so... I said, I go do the same thing. I must make a little friend in South. Oh, yeah. I must make a bridging and get a sweat. A man like me, he must get a sweat. So, boy, I go on. And I see some fellas playing some football. Now, to be honest with you, me are the best footballer it have. But the men and them looking like I could, I could make that level. The first thing I just watch is the skill level. And watch who to stay away from in sweat. Because I'm not running in no sweat for nobody to embarrass me. Especially in the first sweat. The next thing I'm watching is... The men and them who ain't saying nothing. I, w- I want to be somewhere in between. I can't be the worst man in the sweat, and I definitely ain't gonna be the best man in the sweat. So I size up the little sweat. The thing looking good, man. Men looking just unskillful enough for me to fall in. So I go on and run in the men's sweat, but I say, so there is this, you know, they're good. I talk about when I say sweat, I talk about it's about three aside, you know. And me and next fella looking like a struggler, like me too, we fall in. We say, all your thing, we all your take two or one either side. The men say, yeah, fall in. No. So me and the man falling, the sweat going good. I'm trying to not embarrass myself, you know what I mean? My touches is a little off and thing. I, I, I looking like Torres when he was in Chelsea. And the sweat going nice. The sweat starts to build now. Five men, six men. I said no men name now. I'm playing myself now. I'm playing my ball. All the time. And you know, anybody, fellas, all you know when you go a sweat, you had to play last, right? And the men sweat better, you stay last. 
when I get to move all the posts and things now, man, realize I have a little touches and things. I, I, I ain't the game. Boy, while the sweat going on, in the middle of the thing, when the sweat reach about seven meters, so it's it starting to get full. I see two men give one another a signal. <laughs> and one man go on and pick up one goal, the next man go on and pick up the next goal, and them gone, them walk off. But 12 men just walk off and gone. And put the two goals on the next side and start back as where they six aside. The rest of men who not from them sweat, we just stand up watching each other like, but because we saying so, they you see, you know, they moving on, nobody answering me. The men put on the goal and go and play six aside on the next side. So it looked like them men only let we sweat because they were short. But when the real men reached, they didn't even say, well, all right, soldiers, thanks, eh? Or they didn't even say when we reached, they say, boy, yeah, what? We could take a knock, but when we fellas and them come, we just play a six aside, we have a tournament. They didn't, they didn't say nothing. Even when we asking them while they move in the place, while they move in the post on them, we asking them, well, hey, where are they going? What's going on? We still, we feeling like, <laughs> I say, well, what's going on? All they think that men walk off, they ain't say nothing. So, the moral of that story is, Billy said them all, let them dog, the men is dog, dog in Skinner Park, this dog sweating in Skinner Park, Billy whole Skinner Park in that cinema, and don't let them have nowhere to sweat, because they too stink, it's the stinkest men I ever see sweat, don't let them sweat nowhere, let them stay home and raise ball in their yard, let them do nothing, the men and them too stink, so I all for the drive through cinema, I go buy ticket and I ain't go go, listen, I'm going to buy out ticket and I ain't going, just the less stink men and them. I'm sure they went press too. I'll try it out, right? I'll try it out. Because pressmen always feel uh, pressmen always feel some kind of thing. Pressmen always had a self down as 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 something. Like they're better than. And, and I don't know I don't know where they get that from, you know, but I I will find out for Ole and Leo know if it's pressmen. But if it's pressmen, only go back and press and sweat. Build the cinema and let, let, let go down there. We fed up all your press, man. We, we, we can't take all your press. men never pass for press too in outright. I'm talking my mind. None of them never pass for press. It's only a, a couple schools in South and it have a couple primary schools. So you had to go somewhere so you just end up in press. Outright. Them fellas never do nothing. Them fellas didn't do nothing in SEA. Tell them I say so. Let them come and look for me. And we talk more SEA. I find it rough on the children who actually have to do SEA to go to school, not the press men. I find it rough on them, boy. If only could throw back all your mind, if only were like me, I can't remember, but if you could throw back your mind to what it was like to do common entrance or SEA or whatever all you do, and how when you come up to the last, you're you, making that last push, and I remember in, in Newton Boys, Miss Sinclair, God bless her soul, Karini Savannah, I think it's a couple of days before the exam to blow off some steam and play some cricket and thing, and you know what I mean? And you get ready for the exam and you go in and you do your test, boy. You remember that feeling? That feeling of coming in trance wasn't easy. You know, 11 years old, you're doing an exam that means so much to your life. I remember my time in coming in trance when my mother's sick. She, she wake up in the morning, she can't even drop me to school. I had to get dropped to school. She can't make. She's sick. She can't, she can't leave the house. Belly hurting. And I tell her, I say, mommy, girl, I good enough. Come Miss Sinclair, we, we drill on this. I say, I had this, I had this. We go, I go in Fatima. That was my first choice. And I tell her before, I say, don't worry yourself. I go in and pass for Fatima. You're all right. Don't worry. Your, your son good. He let me as well. You know, that's, that, that, young for that kind, of, that, that kind of consequences. Or what, what, at least in my time, what would have happened if you ain't pass? Or if you pass, or, or all that change in the trajectory of your life. That's that not right to pony. Let me old, you know? 
but I, I, I get up the morning, I was good. Probably ignorance too. You don't know. You, you can't see the big picture then. But I know I do everything right, man. I have my studies done. I good. My mock exams are done at 90, plenty percent already. And you, you had to be 90, plenty to get in Fatima. Not like president school. And I went in the exam. And as they say, bam, maths. I say, right, let me look up this maths one time. Remember, for the common entrance people, we used to do section by section, right? Boy, I think it was about 60 questions in the maths. When they say time up, your boy half 45 finish. I frighten like hell. I say, oh God, I know. Tell my mother I'm passing for Fatima. That is it. Them dreams out the window. So they put the, they take the booklet and they say, right, you have to close off. Now, when the time done for maths, you have to close off that booklet and move to your, to your thing for English. I think it had science. I can't remember it had. But here and I do that English part. So I, I, I'm moving fast now because I tell myself, boy, they go out to lock me up. I don't know what they do if you're thief coming or cheating coming in. Trying to if they if they call police, if you're out of school, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's get an academic bar. I don't know what's happened. <laughs> I, I ain't know what's happened. But I ain't leaving them 15 questions undone. So boy, I hustle down that English and then I switch out that paper. It is our people you shade out all your thing. I slide that paper back to the math section. All you see now is the blank questions. I put two paper and I block off the 15 questions I do. Nobody can see what question I answer. And when the invigilator pass, she walked down the thing. I take a peep and I watch the question. So, bow, I read them question, the math question fast. I say number 46. Bap, 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 bap. I say, yeah, B. But I went back and I teeth like hell. So, anyhow, all the pressmen and things. You see where you said to go through to go Fatima? It's in a gateway. You have to work. And eventually, I get through fatty one thing, but it make me look looking at this thing with 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 with, with what happened with COVID and that exam getting pushed back. I can't imagine that boy. That that's when you when you tell yourself you would do your exam and you're relieved and you could start to wear long pants now and you you you're bad, you're done with that. That get pushed back and gone to August, I think they say. And any schools out there that hiring, I just want to put it out there one time. Maybe Father Gregory might be looking for a teacher or a principal or something because I hear men gain extra 10 grand a day to come out and be a teacher on top of your salary. So I just put it out there. If anybody need a little school teacher, I eat. Now, other than school and things, as, as big men, one of the things affect big men other than they had to stay home all day and, and other people home, you know what I mean? Your wife and everybody home. You know, right through. They didn't go nowhere. Like they, they're just home now. That, 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 I know. I know. I love your wife and everything. So I know you're glad to be home and get the family time and thing. Everybody stay there for the first two, three weeks, and then the post started to get quiet. <laughs> Everybody say, "Boy, the family time," and I get to spend time with my children. It lasts about a month. It started to get quiet. Facebook started to get quiet. And next thing is people exercise you're seeing people what in this thing in this fit covid are coming back out <laughs> quiet crickets you ain't seeing that again everything done people say oh god i can't exercise outside i used to think i'd now go and start to run and think no we can't go outside i was not going to join the gym i can't go outside they, they buy up exercise equipment and think they say we go home i buy exercise but uh, clothes hanger nothing Salt, same way, more weight. It's heavy Oreos. I talk about myself, eh? Heavy Oreos and heavy chips ahoy. Right back to square one. A matter of fact, not square one, now minus. And plenty heavier now than before COVID. Only talk I talk about exercise. Plenty people start to cook all kind of nice food too. <laughs> 
and they put it on Facebook every day. Boy, the nice food starts to fade away. No more nice food. Nobody even posting no more doubles. No more certain, except Markip. He's the sickening man that have on the earth. But everybody posting all the nice food and thing. It starts to fade to black real fast. Then people start to cry, oh God, open back a restaurant. We fed up with this food. I know. I can't take, I can't take the home food. I ain't able. I had to cook for a little while here. It's established. I can't cook. But I think out, outside of everything with the staying home and all them things, the, the, the one of the hardest parts of this COVID is the no sports boy, fellas, boy. You see now, having no sports at all on TV, it making everything a little harder to deal with. They could close all your restaurants and things, you know, but if it have a little NFL football, if it have an NBA game in the night, we go figure it out. They could say we can exercise outside and thing, but if it have a little prem, a little, a little league or something, I mean, we, we, we could survive that. We could figure that out. We could do it thing, but oh God. The no sports thing, but I see, well, Bundesliga is not a real, let me, let me, I mean, I mean, who, you know, I mean, come on. Nobody watching that, right? But I see, they say the prem starting back this week. So I guess everybody, I, I excited. I can't wait to see real football play. I don't know how it will be with no fans too. You know what I mean? Uh, that would be that would be is an interesting one to look at because no noise, nobody. Imagine when you have goal score nothing. So it will be like a pro league game. Don't tell them I say so any pro league game. But it will be like a pro league game. It's salt. When the, when the goal score your head, man, celebrating the goal. <laughs> On the field, you could be hearing man cussing man too for the, making making bad pass and it missed. Boy, listen, it it will be different. It will be different. But nice to see the little football come back. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I I I know nothing yet about CPL. Um, I will see who I can reach out to to give me some some info on that because I hear they say CPL will go on as usual, but I'm not sure. I was seeing something saying too that they will play all the games in Trinidad, but I'm not sure. So I'll find out a little bit more about that. And it would be nice if CPL come back, but I'm not sure if that is without crowds or with crowds. So and I, it will take. I think it will take some time for crowds to go back to full. People might want to be around people for too long. I hear they say they might play all the games in Trinidad, and then they say no foreigners, only local or regional people in the in the CPL this year. So we'll see how that go. NFL as an NFL man too. And then I felt supposed to start back in September, but I was watching Roger Goodell. When was that? Last week, maybe? And Roger Goodell come out and make a statement. Here now, I get vexed when I see these statements and our blood start to boil. Roger Goodell come out and say they apologize because they was wrong about their stance on... I can't remember if he said the stance on Black Lives Matter. Or this, no, I think it's the stance on players standing up for what they believe is right, which would include Black Lives Matter. Now, I find that was an interesting statement to make. And I was up in, I was real upset because I've been following that thing with NFL and Kaepernick. Everybody know me, will know I was, I, I was on that. And for you to come out like this in a time like this to say, hey, we sorry and we want players. Is 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 I don't like it at all, because you see me, as much as I like sports and thing, you know, it's one of the things I don't like about sports at all. This idea of ownership. The idea that a man own a next man. 
I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't I don't find they should the, the owner thing. So you you own a team and NFL is a is, is a more peculiar one, eh? Because the owners of the teams, all the teams have to vote unanimously. If I want to sell my team that I own to somebody else, the rest of them had to vote unanimously. And the thing is, I want to believe it, it's 32 teams in the, in, the, in the NFL. All the owners is all white men. It's, it's the same template. And I see Jay-Z had signed a deal with them last year. And I want to believe, I mean, they don't need Jay-Z. And Jay-Z don't need them. I, I see people comment about it when it happened all the time. But Jay-Z is okay without the NFL. And whatever that check was or whatever that position is, he could do without that. I don't think he need them at all. Not in the least. I also don't think the NFL need Jay-Z. The NFL continued to be one of the highest rated sports in the States for year after year after year. Again, more and more popular compared to baseball and basketball. Now, they have a diversity problem eh, because uh, black people in the States been pulling away since the way they handle Kaepernick. So, I'm not saying the NFL can't get help from Jay-Z. I think the, the help is welcome. But I, I really just picturing in my mind that without somebody like Jay-Z there, I'm not sure that Roger Goodell was going and do that apology, especially in the way he do it and the serious tone that it took. Uh, I don't know. And I don't know if without Jay-Z's influence, that workout with Colin Kaepernick, that was a whole mess last year. Was that, that last year or earlier this year? Whenever it was, that workout was a whole mess. And But I'm not sure that without Jay-Z influence, that wouldn't happen. So I'm interested to see when the NFL had a start back in September. What, what their structure going to be like? Uh, is the NFL going to do empty stands and just do it for tv rights because that's a that's a sport that um okay the the epl think of it this way if, if you're watching sports and you're not hearing any crowd you're gonna hear what's going on and you feel real loud and clear the field is already mic'd up and we get some sounds from the field already when we're watching sports right now the nfl beyond the issue they have with uh the the treatments are calling kaepernick which which black people looking at a certain way the sport also plagued with issues around injuries and head injuries in particular that could lead to CET, which is concussion-related trauma that could last a lifetime. And we see plenty of suicides come out of that. Like, you only look at somebody like Junior Seau. As a Patriots fan, so I'll never forget that Junior Seau suicide is a, is a sad, sad thing. Or when you look at Aaron Hernandez, where he clearly had mental issues with what he went through and with his, 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 his murder charge and, and, and conviction and subsequent suicide in, in prison. Head trauma is something that the NFL, he come out and he say what they say about the anti-protest and they apologize for that, but they don't address the idea of head trauma at all. Now, NFL is a sport I like a lot. Eh? And the, the idea behind head trauma, if you're not interested in NFL or anything, is the, the, the helmets, the constant hitting one another in the head, especially with those helmets. Some The helmets could be like a weapon. Uh, and they'll be used as a weapon sometimes. And that's what we as fans want to see. We want to see the big hits and stuff. Now, think about an NFL game with no fans. And you're hearing how them hits sound in with no kind of buffer. I don't think they will be able to mic up the feel. It will sound too gruesome. It will sound like a gladiator fight. So I'm real interested in seeing how the NFL handled this. 
and how fans going to react to this because a lot of football players ex-football players saying that they wouldn't allow their children to play football because they fear that they will end up with head trauma long-term head trauma like a lot of athletes have done uh, end up with the nfl so I, I just wait to picture your, your sunday night football for those who into football your sunday night football and your monday night football thursday saturday playoffs when you're looking at a whole season and every night that you want to look at this thing you're hearing them hits and how them helmets cracking and how men groaning and when people injured you're hearing the groans of somebody coming off the field i don't know how that's going to go uh so i eager to see it i, I, I want to see it too because brady and patriots and workouts and brady's my boy and now Brady going to Tampa Bay. So I got to watch some games in Tampa Bay just to hate. Because who's, who is Tampa Bay really? And I don't want to see Brady do bad. But I want to see him do real bad. Because I think the Patriots going to win the Super Bowl next year. Just saying. Um, talking, about, talking about sports and we're getting back to the local thing. I know not, uh, people might be too into NFL, but I'm probably going to talk about NFL every week. It will get kind of sickening when the season starts, but it is what it is. You'll fall in and fall out where you, where, where you want. But when I'm when I looking back at the local situation here and opening, opening back up, I, I ain't trimmed since before the COVID. So I'm trying to find my barber. But like I can't get an appointment now because like it's not me alone who ain't trimmed. But I'm wondering where are we going with the reopening of, of things because I hear they say on the 22nd, bars and everything open back. Um, I can't remember if they say the beach supposed to open back too. I feel like I want to be like by Uncle Sam's as soon as they open back by a bar on the beach. I, I, I want to take it, I want to get everything done at the same time because this, you see, the, the, I, I underestimate how important the little the little outings and the little socialization is, you know what I mean? I mean, we had to open back up. We had to, we, we, what we had to do? We had to have a mask in the seat. I don't know how this working. When you're going to buy, you had to wear a mask? I, I know. And by the beach, what we had to do? Wear a mask while you're on the sun and, 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 and then bathe and come back out. And, I don't know, know how that working. And River Lime, what's the situation? When the duck done and duck serving, we supposed to be masked up? I, I don't know. It's, 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 a, it's a tricky one. And then the, the personal services like the barber and say, I hear a man, a fella asked me a valid question the other day. He said, but if we open back up bars, but we not open back up nightclubs, what, what, what do nightclubs will do? A man say, what happened to the Harlem? <laughs> What's the situation? What, what the Harlem is, a bar or a nightclub? I'm going to find out what I feel too. You know, if you feel we can go get that side of the story on the podcast too. You're wrong. You will get. But I eager to see by the time I jump back on next week. I think you know I'm recording this any day, yes, I'll do I'll figure out a release date. Uh, I am looking at Tuesday for now. I feel Tuesday is the best day to drop the little recording and, and hopefully between Tuesday and Friday get some people feedback what we need to change, what change. I, I already contacting some people to jump on as guests. Uh, I, not not everybody I bring on as a guest will be high profile people or people who know or anything are uh, some of them just gonna be my friends i uh, just go and have uh, some partners and some stories uh, that we, we go had to tell 
And if I could get them to jump on, that would be real nice. Some of them are broad. A few of them don't commit to, to, to do some callings with me and stuff. I think that would be nice. It would be nice to connect with some people and and just just throw back a little bit. Um, also, we'll do the same with not just, like, let me talk about artists, for instance. I ain't, I ain't just looking for the biggest artists to bring on. I want to bring on some people who are known and get a chance to play this song and you know i mean if i hear for two hours with artists i could play some of their songs and understand the radio thing and it's like i tell business people all the time listen when you're now starting a business the bank is not the best place to get your finance don't vex with the bank the bank is do what i'm doing the bank is not to lend no new business no money when you're now starting up is a risky investment you we you know that and i know that so it's not that the bank against you i don't think so I think you have to find better sources of financing. I think the same thing is true for like younger artists. Use, I want to use K Lion as the, as the example. God bless his soul, young fellow. Them fellas and them didn't get where they get or Swanee and them. Them men get where they get with no radio play. I, I like the template them fellas set. Radio plays now bust them. By the time I, who kind of, who not kind of, I'm more mainstream because I'm not going no Zessin and I'm not going no, I didn't know I was Zessin. The first time I hear a man say Zessin, I nearly dead with love. But that, by the time I hear about that, I've done a big movement already. Now, when I was living in Jamaica, I could tell you that that's how dancehall is move over there. The, the big songs that we play on radio here didn't bust on radio in Jamaica. Them songs bust in the dance. And one thing I used to love when I go to when you go a little dance and thing, I used to go to a thing named Bembe Thursdays every week. When you go Bembe Thursdays, you're gonna hear some especially when you go early, you're gonna hear some music and from some artists who you never hear from before. And I find like our soca music, we we mightn't do that enough. And I don't want to just say soca and I don't know our local music. We don't do that enough. There's no space for it. And I, I like how you just create a space for it. But where media concerned, I, I want to create a space for it where we could come and get to know these artists. Because I see real people online saying, like, who is K-Lion? You know what I mean? And nothing wrong with that. If you ain't know, you ain't know. But for somebody locally who making the strides that he was making and putting out the music. And and, and, and I don't know who. That is what I want to find out too. Like, who producing some of these youths? Because some of them production song in tight. Some of them production song in good. And... I feel like learning something from these fellas or learning who these fellas are, learning the story or the journey, it, it will be valuable. I know for sure it will be real valuable to me because Trinidad Killer is an example of that. I see him during Carnival. I couldn't understand how a song like Dizest, as in my opinion, Dizest is going to last forever. Ten years from now, they will still be playing that song. In fact, and... Uh, you know what I mean? That 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 is a big song by any you could measure it by any measuring stick you want. Dizest is a big song. And somebody like him care again so come on as a as a contestant. And they could create a whole Zessin section in Soka Monarch. Is this one of the more confusing things I ever see? I was like, well, why, why, why not just let him go as a contestant? If you want to create the space for them artists who are doing this lesson and thing, that is one thing. But why it had to be at the expense of a spot he deserves in the Soka Monarch? I, I, I didn't understand that. So that is something from the time I see that, 
those are things that I want to be on top of. I will, I'll be on top of them if as as the platform go along. And that's what that's why I regret taking so long to do it too. Because when I was doing Trini Sounds, those are the things I used to do. I used to be on top of them things quick, 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 quick. And I'll get right back there. But I would like to hear from somebody like him. And he do he do some good interviews too. So if you never see it, go on YouTube. Like you'll see a lot of his interviews talking about it. Because he lash out, then the promoters of Soka Monarch lash out. And it wasn't it's not the best situation, but I'm glad that he started to cover space for himself because people could say what they want. I remember that youth man when I was doing some work with Synergy Soka Star back in the day day. I want to say if it's not the first, the first Soka Star I think was Fireball. I, I, I almost sure the second one was Umi Makano. I gotta check that for facts. Somebody somebody gotta fact check me too. But that second one with Umi Makano, if, if, if it's not the second, it's the third, but I think it's the second one, eh? I show Fireball was the first one. That same youth they call in Trinidad Killer was in that Soka, man, in that, um, Soka Stars. And he was one, Soka Stars used to go all about them, eh? they do their performances and they do their thing and they do their challenges and all them things. And that youth man had a song, some kind of pussycat song, boy, a cat song, or some kind of, it's a double entendre thing. It wasn't too much a double entendre. It was kind of direct. But it was one of the bigger songs in the thing. If, boy, listen, my memory is so great, you know, but it's Umi Makano. I want to say, Kimba Sozano was there, boy. They're the next artist who used to sing Sweet and Thing too. I can't remember if it's Kimba. I'll fact check that. And... The man they called Trinidad Killer now was, was one of the top men there too. If 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 me and the next fellow was one and two, he was number three. And every performance he do, he destroyed the place. He was he was bad. The song, the song would not be no big song. But performance-wise, that man was a force. And I, I, I guess Peter C. Lewis and Synergy at that time was creating that space for younger artists and stuff to perform and do that and and, and, and shine some light on people. I mean, everybody remember Fireball had a couple of hits, something in the, in the mix. But he fall off from then. So I don't know where this mentality come from. When a man make it, to, to, to start to talk about what he's singing about and he thing and he misleading and all them thing. I don't believe in that. You see me, an artist must do their art, yes? Sing about anything you want. Sing about gangster thing and gun thing and girl thing and what, what you know much that I listen to. I don't know why my mother let me listen to all. My mother never tell me nothing. I don't know how come. That's something I must ask her. I listen to the most bounty killer and beanie man, and and I was listen. I was no. When I when it comes to dancehall, I was deep. I was listening to deep cuts. Thing that I wasn't listening to no hits. I want to hear the grimier side. The most lewd and obscene and thing, and I find I turn out terrible. I turn out so good, but I, I, I never kill nobody, and I never, you know, what I mean, it's, it's not to say that them thing they make me violent. I understand where people coming from because I still had a had plenty around me, plenty examples of positive around me. So if you have a YouTube growing up with not much, and and his biggest influence is Vibes Cartel or Swanee, I could understand where. People might be frightened, but my, my thing is just to understand, like I say. So, as much as I could get people and them to people like that to come through, too, especially a mute, you know what I mean? I, f- I find they have a vibes, they have an energy. And one thing I like about them, too, they're not letting nothing stop them. You know what I mean? 
they get all kind of thing and they say they're bad and they this and they that and even in the COVID you only hear about private zest. I ain't saying you should go on and no private zest, right? But I like their vibes as youth boy. They ain't letting nobody stop them. And that's where I taking a lot of strength and a lot of their energy too. I, I, I taking a lot of that energy on board with me because you see this journey that we start off so today. This episode one, you know, the episode one in our bag, you know, nobody it, it, it done, it start. And I'm glad it start too. And I, I taking them use as a as a strength and an energy because I want I want to be in a space where nobody can stop me neither. Because I see too much. It's not today I had this idea. I had this idea from the time Trini so what happened back in the day was before Trini, you might, might not even hear about Trini Sounds.com because as soon as we was getting a, a length with it and it was catching up, we decided to get hacked. And to be honest with you, I Hinkson and Osman was always for it and trying to figure out how to get off the ground. But I I lost my spirit when that website get hacked. And I, I like I couldn't find the energy. It did break me. I let it break me. I couldn't find the energy to go and build back a site and get back a logo and start back doing interviews. I lost all the interviews I do and everything. And some of the interviews was real good. I'd, when I look now, like Marvin, who was, was Lizard Blizzard back then. Still Lizard Blizzard, but it was a song system back then. We had interviewed them. I watching Zygon. We had done an interview with them. And they, I seen David from Zygon, I believe, just get appointed to CEO at TTT. I love that. That is real progress in life. I never get to interview. Umba was my partner and my neighbors. We still got up to today. And even then, I might have taken it for granted. I say, boy, listen, Umba right here. I could get Umba to do that interview anytime. And the site come and get hacked before that. So that is, them things make me like give up if i could put it like that that's why i say i've taken a strength from these youths who they, they're not giving up that movement it it, it pressing on and they, they're getting bigger and bigger i remember like my son my son is seven and he like a few of them prince swanee songs and thing he, yeah, like he has some gangster in him and not before i could just start to look and see what he's listening to and try to understand what it is he like about this I turn on the thing and I see Swanee on, on um Sway in the morning. I watch Sway interviews all the time. I see Swanee and Trinidad James on Sway. And that's nice to see what them fellas on them reach that level. I'm I glad for that. And then then let nobody stop them. So I want to take that strength and not let nobody stop me. And one of the things that keep bothering me over the years to get started is that me, me and my father and, and, and some friends, we have a little band, Ken Corby and friends. And we play for some... I love old time Kaiso and I love I love soca music and thing. I mean, see vintage Kaiso and Calypso and thing. That is my that is my zone. I love I love that music. And we in our band had the opportunity to play for some big artists like Sparrow, like Stalin, Shadow, Johnny King. Them are some highlights of my life. Them are some of the best moments of my life. Being able to meet, I remember, I remember playing for Shadow. We didn't get to rehearse with Shadow. I think I didn't rehearse with him. Daddy and them went and rehearsed with him. And it'll be Daddy playing guitar and the bass man rehearsed with him. So when he reached backstage in the event, now we just playing two, three songs. I think we play bass man from hell. We play poverty in hell. And um, uh, I think one other song, dancing like afraid to touch me. Maybe maybe four or five songs. I can't remember what songs it was. But now he come backstage and he's seeing me with his quattro now and he watching me. He said, boy, you thing, you, you know how to play. You know, I have a style, you know, I have a thing. I said, I say, don't worry yourself. And we, boy, we backstage, eh? and it's a little formal event, so we can't make no noise. And boy, that man have a half a black label. <laughs> that man drinking that to the head. Eh? 
and I tell myself, he, 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 he watching me, he think, I say, but, but you know, I mean, I play them things from small, them things are, 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 are born in that. So I start to be playing quatra and guitar soft, but the bass came play. First he plays quiet. We just teeth in our chance backstage. And I start to jam a few boys. I start to sing a few with them. And that is like surreal to me when I hear them and music and thing coming up for me to be able to sing a shadow with shadow. And he vibes into that is I can't describe that feeling. Same thing with Stalin. We play with Stalin at night. I had to go and pick up Stalin home by him, right in San Fernando there and bring him Naparima Bowl. I'll never forget that. We play. I think we just do one song with him is our guest performance he was doing and we do Caribbean Man with him. Nice, nice. And it was nice to meet him, talk to him, get to know him. And one of the things that I, I, I don't like the word regret too much, but to be honest, is something I regret is that had I started a platform like this since 2000 when I was doing that website, I would have been able to do interviews and have interviews archived with these fellas that my son now could come back and listen to and understand who Shadow is, and we for, and we doing, we up to now. And boy, listen, look how the thing, look how the thing run, look how the thing run. Shadow in here with me. Stalin going through his own battles. Sparrow, I hear Sparrow was talking about coming home and stuff. And I mean, we play for when we play for Sparrow that day was one of the first shows he had done when he come back. The day after he did that show with us was when he did that show in Napa. And was starting to fade away on stage and stuff. He not he, he nothing in the greatest of health, and that's where, for me, I, I, like I look at these things and I say, boy, Corey, this is less time than you think. It's not tomorrow. Everything you know, the, the the idea that you could you could you could start it another time. I I can't, I can't, I can't keep doing that because now some icons who I would be able to to, to to be able to sit down with and talk to or go by them and get some more. You know what I mean? That I could. Uh, pass on to a generation or let people know who they are or people who might just be interested like my father's still very much into that too might be able to see an interview with shadow and just understand who he is and i would love to hear shadow what shadow had to say about the zessa movement or you know what i mean or, or, or stalin feel about this whole covid thing or whatever the current issue was at that time so that's one of the main reasons to decide, listen, whatever it is, uh, it ain't going to be perfect. It might not even be good, but it's going to start and it's going to get done. So every week I'll be back here. I'll create any space for it. I'm not doing video anything yet. I'll, I'll figure that out as I go along. I also want to play music while I'm here. So I, 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 I'll need some help figuring out what is the... I want to do it the correct way. I don't want to be playing music that... um unlicensed or whatever i don't want to i don't want no problems so at least i know if i talk through these sessions for now and I, I bring on guests and i do interviews or whatever i have to do with no video and no music or nothing i could just upload it and send it out to people and, I, and hopefully if you like it you share it and you tell somebody about it and you, and you, i mean you could give me some feedback I, I will share my instagram and my whatsapp or my number i'll put everything out there so anybody who listening to it who don't know me you could just reach out and tell me tell me what you like tell me what you ain't like tell me what we should do better or who you find should be here um just, just let me know and uh before i go one of the things that i appreciated a lot is when i make that post to say i want to start this thing I, uh, some people reach out to me from from left field, who I ain't even thinking about that. Acacia Devatile, as an example, just just say, I wanted to do this too, if you want to do it. Let me go. 
and I talked talk to her a few times and that looked like it going, that looked like it going. Uh, I'd work on radio with Sunil and, and Mandisa, Mandisa Grandison and, and Sunil uh, reach out on Facebook self and say, hey, we was good on here together, let me do this. And listen, uh, that is something that as I, as I build it and figure out the logistics is something I definitely want to do. And I want to make this a space for more podcasts too. I like podcasting. I really like listening to podcasts. I love Joe Rogan podcasts. I like Joe Budden podcasts. I'm not missing that for nothing. Joe Budden is the greatest podcast ever. Uh, Donnell Rawlings podcast, ridiculously funny. And Acacia Pumonta to some guys, I think they call it Soka Bantons. I want to give them the right credit. And also Acacia will correct me under. But I listen to that and them men have a vibe. I had listen to more local podcasts and understand what local people doing. Slice bread, Maurice Burke. I sit down and listen to Maurice, Maurice, Maurice Ironline. Maurice, is he slice bread? If only ever, I don't know. I think he's doing it on a Friday night. I will get the right time some Maurice and I'll 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 I'll, I'll put it out there too because listen, only Maurice funny. Funny. And you have you have you have you have, you have some quotes for them boy I follow him Agri. And um I want to say the girl name is Sarah, you know. I'm going to get everything right there. I tell you, don't check me for no facts. I think it's Agri and Sarah and Maurice doing sliced bread. That show real funny, but real informative. They have all kind of different guests on that just there to gain information. They do a lot to help me with, with um through this COVID time. And, and last but not least is Doggy Slaughter. I'm going to call him and see if he will come through. Because he's one of the people give me a real good interview and give me Like, the website start growing after Doggy Slaughter interview are done. And... During the quarantine time, I see him doing interviews. It was real nice. He started back at 96 degrees on a Saturday and dance all good to we and thing like back in the days on 96. I was the real first urban, fully urban radio station to we, you know what I mean? Real nice. And he do some interviews. I saw Charlie Blacks on it. He had plenty sounds on it. Sometimes he played dubs for an hour. I was see Umboys go live on his show on 105 too. So I using all that as... Uh, uh, as as this the motivation and the strength to go through this. So I'll I'll figure it out. I'll work out everything with a Cassia and stuff. It'll be nice. I feel a like co-host is a nice thing. You know what I mean? And somebody else, especially a female co-host, I think I think it will be a good thing. So I talking to Akasha and I'll, I'll talk to Sunil and Mandisa too and work out whatever the little details is. And make this a space where I could do podcasts with people. Some youths could come and do their thing. Some other people could come and do because everybody's agenda might be different and have different things to talk about. And I think that 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 is what success could look like to me. If 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 we have a few of them running and people could tune into some more local content, cool. That sounds good to me. That's episode one, you know. So next week.